here, dude. Are He's you serious? English, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. When? I was fucking 23. What? No, 21. 21 oh, to 22. Yeah. Damn, what was that like? <laughs> it wasn't great. <laughs> The wait is over. The Black Friday mattress sale is going on now at Ashley. Shop limited-time Black Friday mattress doorbusters, including fast, free shipping on Ashley Sleep Queen mattresses, starting at just $199.99. And right now, check out our wide selection of in-stock mattresses, ready to be brought home today. You've waited all year for mattress deals this good. So hurry into your local Ashley store or tap the banner now for better sleep and savings. Only from Ashley. See store or ashley.com for details. We are live, JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a special artist treat. We got Sarah here in the box, getting geared up for the comedy battle here after the show. Um, and yeah, um, can't get more than a happy Black Friday to everyone out there that's listening in. Um, things are Things are really feeling pretty holiday-ish around here. The ghosts are coming out for the holidays. A little nightmare before Christmas. And, um, yeah. Got that last cafe tomorrow. That is at 2 o'clock. That is 20th in Alabama. And, um... We got the farmers markets, the inner fleet or inner sunset farmers market, and the outer sunset farmers market. There is nothing more organic than going and getting some uh, produce and listening to some live local tunes simultaneously. Lots of fun bottom of the hill shows. We're going to be hosting a tiki desk holiday tiki desk. That's C H A L L A. W holiday. Got my race car friend in town visiting. Be hanging out later. Kicking off the weekend. Sunk lightning. That is my candy man theme. How's it going, Sarah? I, you know, I, I can't complain. Had a nice uh, festive uh, turkey day yesterday. I could see by your stories, too. I could see you're busy in the, really busy yeah. making stuff. Yeah, I was, I was, I was really just in the kitchen all day, you know, and I'm usually not the type to um, cook or clean, but I did it. <laughs> it was fun. It's fun. Yeah, I've never made the cranberry sauce on my own. That looked like an art form in itself. It's actually really easy. You just like have to put all of the fruit, cranberry, orange, and apples on the stove and a cup of sugar. And then you put the lid on and then you just let it sit there for like six hours. And then you put it in the blender. That's fun. That's it. I made my... uh. Sweet potatoes yesterday, actually, from my grandmother's recipe, and they uh, they came out pretty good. I don't know. I mean... Oh, with the marshmallows, right? Yeah, I got to have some marshmallows in there. Mm. I've never tried that. 
it's basically just putting extra sugar in your sweet potatoes or your yams. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. Yeah, so I know, gosh, I, I'm trying to remember what we crossed. Oh, that's right. We met at a tiki desk. We did. And then we met, uh, seen each other in the open mic scene. And it's uh, the open mic scene here is so freaking rad. Yeah, I, I did not know it existed. And then... Because I I go to I went to Simple Pleasures open mic for the first time. That was the first time I ever did an open mic, and that's like not part of like the big circle of San Francisco open mics. Um, it's kind of yeah more underground. It's a little bit you know in the and anybody that doesn't know uh, where Simple Pleasures is, it's on um, was it Balboa? Balboa and Thirty Fifth. Yeah, so it's kind of out there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then I went to Hotel Utah, and then I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And that's how it happened. Yeah. yeah the, anybody out there, you know, going to these open mic scenes, you don't have any friends out there that are just itching to play. These open mics are great. I remember the first open mic that I went to in San Francisco. It was um, the Clyde Oys open mic. The what? The Bard of the Lower Hate, Clyde Always. Uh, I don't know if you met Clyde. I wonder if, yeah, he's a he's a local artist here. He used to host the um, open mics at International Cafe. Oh, do they still have that? Um, so they actually, so Clyde actually does still host open mic, but he's been doing it at the uh, Labyrinth, and that's on Scott and kind of the DeBose Triangle. It's a uh, it's a little dog park mm. that he does it and. Ew. It's pretty cool. It gets a little cold. I remember I had a, um, there was this jazz singer that came through the station and I was like, hey, you want to go to this open mic with me? And, she said, and then we showed up there and she's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> because it's, it's super, you know, I mean, it's really eccentric and really, you know, where jazz is like very formal mm. and, and yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. So that was the first one I'd went, it, it was, um, at the International Cafe, and it was Alice in Wonder Band that was playing. That was the first time I met Alice in Wonder Band. She actually hosted the Bizarre Cafe open mic for a while, too. Oh. Um, but that's how we met. You know when you meet someone? I feel like there's something about the open mic scene. When you meet somebody, you walk in the door, and everyone's there, and you know that you at least have one thing in common. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. It's really cool. And it's, it's nice because, like... A lot of my friends outside of the open mic scene uh, don't really like, like I can't talk to them for like hours about Nirvana. Like I talk to you about Nirvana for like days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I feel the same way. I love my family very much too. I feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, I can't talk about rock and roll with my family. They're going to think I'm on drugs or something. Yeah. My family is into the Beatles. And the Doors, I heard. And the Doors. I actually got a chance to meet your mom. That was really cool. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, she she likes rock, but she likes a little bit more of the mellow, the mellow stuff. The Beatles. The Beatles house. I remember we, I might have mentioned this before, but they had a Beatle house in San Francisco. Oh, really? On Presida. I might have shown you it, but uh, I can't get over it. I actually think it's the coolest thing ever. And whoever bought this place back in the early 2000s, 
they painted it over in a mint green, which I do like the color, but they painted over a little piece of history. Oh no. Wait, what was it like a mural? Like a Beatles mural? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um I kinda actually get this guy to come in. That'd be really fun. So the people that bought the house in two thousand and one, they, you know, it was still painted with the Beatles stuff. It was probably all just kind of going away fading away it needed to be retouched or wouldn't it be that hard to just paint over it again but yeah. um i i saw it and i've been talking about this because they, they have this uh this thing this sf found sf and it has this really old pictures of back in the days mm. and one of them was actually by my place one of my neighbors had said like no way this used to be a safe way i'm just like i told him i was like and then they showed me like no way and then I saw that Beetle House and sat 189 Presida. It was. It's now it's painted over um, in green. But I just happened to be looking at the Craigslist ads and I saw it for rent. No and way. so I reached out to the guy and you know, it was 4200 bucks for a two bedroom spot. But I was really kind of banking on maybe if it had a backyard, mm-hmm. like if it had a big backyard where I could host events, then I'd be like, yeah um but, but it, didn't. it didn't it did have two it was two bedrooms and two baths which was cool because like you know to have two bathrooms it seems cool but there wasn't anywhere you know the the back the backyard is a very small backyard with you could fit a picnic table in the back that was mm. it. Damn. but uh i did get the guy's number i wonder if you could like chip away the green That'd be a trip. Yeah. I don't know. I want to, I want to actually, I want to talk to this guy. I didn't tell him, you know, I, I, I made him, you know, I was interested in leasing the place. And I, I do think that if it did have a big backyard mm-hmm. and if it did have, I would have, you know, found a way to come up with 4,200 bucks a month, but there just, there wasn't a, yeah, there, I, I'm, I have more space at my space. And yeah, I have more, the- The deck thing is so funny. Uh, somebody was just couldn't stop talking about my deck. <laughs> Pretty dope. Like you don't expect it. So you yeah. like walk into the apartment, like cute, and then like whoa. Yeah. So what's what's funny about it was actually yesterday because we had this um, Thanksgiving in our neighborhood, and we walked down there, and then somebody had asked like, "Hey, does does anyone have any cigarettes?" I'm like. I don't have any cigarettes, but somebody left some cigarettes at my place that's right up the street. And so we walked up the street, you know, me and like three other people. And it's so close, like that little tight knit community there. But yeah, they were shocked. They're like, what the fuck? They're like, it's really, it's super close. It's super, you wouldn't know it was there. It just mm-hmm. living in San Francisco, you know. hills those always trip me out because there's no hills from where i'm from flat for like hundreds and hundreds of miles you said you're from uh illinois yes yes i'm from the suburbs of chicago i remembered glenview illinois shout out glenview shout out glenview shout out kanye west (laughs) 
yeah kidding. maybe not <laughs> well i mean he's from there isn't he is he, he is he's from yeah. there wait is he i don't even know i think he is i don't mean that's chance he... the rapper chance chance the rapper that is no we might have to play one of their tracks really you, you don't know chance the rapper would you know one of the flow or one of the um get too lost i think it's uh i miss my cocoa butter kisses cigarettes on cigarettes my mama think i stink i got burn holes in my hoodies all my homies think it stink i miss my cocoa butter kisses Woo! Woo! Oh, that sounded great that sounded like an original to me i wish bars like that it's badass yeah so i mean we have some i know we've got the guitar and um i don't know if we're quite ready for it yet but uh gosh you know these guitars i uh and you were just talking about nirvana so i have to make a reference to nirvana because i have some, a lot of friends and a lot of artists that come through here that are huge nirvana huge kirk cobain fans and i came across this um the history of kirk cobain guitars and basically it was 35 minutes about every guitar he had that basically every single one of them he broke wow i believe that it's the most badass (laughs) thing ever i mean that's like taking it to the next level i mean i mean just the every step that he took and all the guitars that he had he would he would just bash these guitars after every show he's like oh yeah and i think it also intensified it too because the narrator of that was telling the story of all the guitars that he played had a really thick british accent Mm. and so um where's that band the witches you're talking about yeah you got to know that they've got to have some really thick like yeah accent definitely but you can't tell and they'd be like from like the south or something yeah because with the the music i mean We'll let everyone on listening because this is the first time I heard of this band. Maybe I've been living under a rock. I don't know. They're not. I don't know. I just like someone showed them to me. Like, whoa. They're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was gonna play one of these um these witches uh the witches. Sixty two thousand followers. That's right up there. King Gizzard's status. That's good. That's good. All right. We got the witches here. We'll be back with you. The witches with a Y. The witches with a Y. Okay. YouTube in it. Anyways, yeah, so. So one of your friends was just playing one of these tracks. Yeah, he was like a painter. He had a lot of really good music. Um, and he kind of showed me like punk stuff for the first time. I was just like this little Midwesterner girl. And I hadn't really explored that side of music at all. Um, and I thought it was super cool. And it was like kind of intimidating at first. I was like, I don't know how to like listen to this. But then you just have to like feel it and just vibe hard. <laughs> I feel like the f- the first punk 
band and the first punk record I ever heard was Misfits Static Age. I was eight years old and my aunt, I remember, you know, her saying, it's like, hey, you know, I don't know if JW is old enough to be listening to this right now. It's pretty young. It's the clown. It's the, cl- what is it? The clown? What is the witch's song? The clown? Oh, crying clown. Crying clown. That's great. That's very fitting. Mm-hmm. Crying clown. Witches. We got some new computers here at Beauty Radio, so we're getting all broken in here for the first time. And um, yeah, we just got to log into this thing. There we go. Enjoy. Is only so illegally. Yeah. To the 
That is the witches, crying clown, sitting back in the box here with Sarah. Sarah from the block here. Yes. Thanks for introducing me to that band. That's a really good one. No problem. So we're just sitting back in the box with some snacks, getting geared up for the comedy battle after the show. That's going to be my first time watching it. Oh, it's going to be, yeah, your first time watching the comedy battle. I might be the only... So one time Pam had called it a comedy battle, and ever since then I've been calling it a comedy battle. I like the competition. It is an open mic. So there's no competition. I think it's always a competition. Right? Like who gets the most laughs? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm glad that's not how music works. Because, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't... I've never performed and like no one has clapped, which is pretty cool. Um, maybe they just like feel bad or something. But I feel like laughing is like harder to fake if you like it. You know? Yeah. Like even if it's your friend and like they say a joke and it's just so bad, you can't like, at least I can't fake laugh. If I don't think it's funny, I'm just going to like sit there. And feel awkward. Yeah. I, um, you know what's really interesting about it? And my, my mom was big into friends. Mm. You know, Courtney mm. Cox, Jennifer Aniston. Of course, of course. And, you know, going back and watching that now, being an audio person, with those laugh tracks, and every scene there's a laugh track, and it's like, without the laugh, Without the laugh tracks, it kind of, you kind of need, somebody needs to laugh. The um thing with it, you know, Elvis Presley, I think that was kind of the, you know, the spark or something. You hear like these, you know, people screaming in the audience, like, ah! like there's a bazillion like people and that kind of sets the tone when you yeah. have somebody that's, or have an audience that uh is making those noises. I've, I've seen people bomb hard. Mm. on stage mm -hmm. and then somebody just lets out this like really ridiculous laugh and you're just like oh my god that's funny and, but it's it's interesting yeah because when no one laughs then that's funnier than the comedian yeah i find that too especially with a lot with the comedic acting with um one particular comedian comedic actor i'm thinking it was will ferrell where he says something and you just kind of, and it's like this really awkward pause and it's the awkward pause that makes it funny where there's, n you know. A lot of comedians play into that a lot. Yeah, you got to have a little awkward pause there. Yeah, so I mean, I, I see so many comedians come through here and I see, you know, people all over the city and beyond, you know, these jokes and I try to recite the jokes but you could be telling the same joke but it could hit completely differently mm -hmm. like a joke you've told before. or I'm, I'm really bad at like telling stories I get really caught up on like the details and lose my train of thought easily so when i'm telling jokes that also tends to happen 
and then I just completely lose it. Yeah, I mean, you could just lose your train of thought. I mean, with, with music, and if you have a guitar or a musical instrument, at least you could kind of waddle around a little bit. Yeah. Also, have you ever done um, an open mic without an instrument? Like, just your voice? Um, so I have done karaoke, if, um, but as far as like, uh, I have attempted three stand-up sets here at Mutiny Radio. Really? Yeah. Hmm. How was that? Uh, it was good. Uh, it was an interesting experience. I don't know if it was, um, people were supportive of me and how much I bombed. Um, and it would literally was a stink bomb. I mean, mm. I, I mean, it was just, uh. I don't know. I mean, I guess it all has to do with how you're grown, you're raised and the people you're, you know, what you think your parents think is funny and like is usually, you know, funny. So the whole poop and fart joke things, you know, my my mom was, was big on that. So I basically talked about shitting my pants for four or five minutes. Damn. And people laughed. People came up to me after the show and they're like, That's, they thought it was great. Good for you. Yeah, that's like my mom's <laughs> least favorite type of thing. Oh, geez, really? Like poop and farting and stuff. But like me, I, <laughs> me and all my siblings like fart all the time. And then she, whatever she farts, she, she just like this little awkward like, excuse me. And like, mom, it's okay. You're human. Yeah, I don't know how that just happened, you know, being a kid and how that evolved into that but i just think it's funny and anytime i hear some joke like that it makes me laugh um you know tommy boy actually no it's black sheep it's black sheep with um with chris farley and david spade and they're playing chess or something in this or they're playing checkers in this um cabin and there's this big rock at the top of the hill and chris farley's looking over at david spade and He's like, oh, wow, he's winning. He's like, it's because you never move your back row. And then this bird like sits on the top of this rock and then it falls down. And then the whole, it comes down on the cabin and the cabin tips over and the fridge is hanging on by uh, by the actual power cable. Uh. And then it falls back onto Chris Farley. And afterward, he's like, hey, are you all right, buddy? He's like, I think I got a bowl of chocolate pudding in my underpants. There wasn't any chocolate pudding in there, buddy. Mm. <laughs> like that stuff for some, that always got me. I just, I'd be hysterically laughing and the only person in the room laughing about it. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's how. What, what kind of comedy is your mom, was your mom into then? Just curious. Um, I don't really know. I feel like. She just like random stuff. Like she thinks I'm funny. I think I'm I'm like my my sense of humor is um when people do things on accident and then they embarrass themselves like because of that. And I feel really bad sometimes. Like it usually comes at the worst times and I just crack up really hard. Like for example, someone in one of my classes um, was giving a presentation and they pronounced the same word, like very, very incorrectly, like 
so many times and I was really, really trying to hold myself together and I felt like such a dick, but it was pretty entertaining. So. What word was it? Do you remember? I think it might have been Mesopotamia or something along those lines. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm happy that I had that experience. It made me laugh really hard. Mesopotamia. Potato. Mesopotato. I'm trying to think of the most common thing that people mispronounce. Hmm. I don't know. My stepdad uh, mispronounces stuff a lot. He, instead of saying salsa, he says salsa. Interesting. It really irks me. And also, instead of sandwich, he says sandwich. 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 I've, sandwich. I've, I've had, I knew somebody that, play, uh, that pronounced sandwich, sandwich. Mm, okay, I've heard that. Yeah, I've definitely heard that. Okay, you know the word wolf? Like the animal? The wolf, yeah. The wolf. Of course, yeah. Okay. I've heard multiple people call them woofs. Really? Yeah. Woofs. I don't get Seems it. Seems fitting. Yeah. But like, where did the L go? I guess wolf in general is kind of a strange word. Yeah. That's true. I wonder where it or- originates or the origin of wolf. It's it fits though. It really fits the wolf. Wolves and there's coyotes. Yeah. And foxes. Do you know what animal um do you know if foxes are dogs or cats? I would say that foxes have gotta be a dog. Yeah, they are. Good job. That's a that's a fun one. I I mean and so in general, so you know how there's a liger? Have you heard of liger? Like a liger is yeah. a cross between a lion and a tiger, and they actually can reproduce together, but then the animal can't have offspring after that. Mm. I mean, with coyotes and wolves, it seems like, you know, so an Australian cattle dog, also known as a Queensland healer, is a cross between some sort of... A, Australian dog and a dingo, yeah. which is a dingo is like a Australian coyote. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You ever wonder where pugs came from? No, I mean, like they how kind of. They, how did well, they get there? How did they get like that? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they have a similar <laughs> face as to a bulldog. Yeah, sort but of. how did a bulldog? Like that. Like what needed to breed for that adorable, very adorable creature come to life? I have a friend that is a big bulldog. Somebody actually I'm sharing a uh, rehearsal space with and has bulldogs. And um, yeah, I never had a bulldog, so I really just don't have a clue. Yeah, I don't know. They're very cute, though. They're very cute. I wanted to play one of these Chance the Rapper songs. Okay. Is there a song that you, you know? 
Um, can you name off a couple? That's the name of the track, as you know. Oh, no, I don't know that Is one. Is that right? <laughs> new raps. I know more of the old ones. This is his new single. Mm, could be risky. I think it would probably be better to play some of the old stuff. is an old browser so now that we've fixed this computer now we need to fix this computer and so the problem is, is it doesn't have the title of the oh. song so i don't really maybe try expanding the window a little bit expanding all the way hmm weird yeah so sitting back here in the box with some snacks Getting geared up for the comedy battle after the show. We are going to attempt to try to play a, a mystery track by um, Chance the Rapper, which you said he's out of Illinois somewhere? Chicago. Chicago. Hell yeah. I know a good one. Wait a if I hover over the play, it says, play no problem feet, Lil Wayne. Play Cocoa Butter Kisses by Chance the Rapper. Okay. I grew up with somebody named Grab Chance. Look at that. Love it. Yeah, so this thing is like... We are a, a, an advertisement-free radio station, but this is... It's like, free advertising. Well, it's nice to see that Spotify is at least working, but Jesus Christ, dude. I definitely have the premium plan, so I don't know what the... Why is this doing this to me? Yeah. So, it is Black Friday. Look at that. This is like an instrument. It has like a... A bassy kind of thing about it. How many more advertisements is this thing going to get me for me? I'm just going to play it on YouTube. This is probably the last one. The last. Um, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. What was that one? The Coco? Cocoa Butter Kisses. Cocoa Butter Kisses. My older sister, Rachel, she's listening right now. Um, she showed this to me when I was little, little girl. Little girl. Just a little girl. She's your uh, older sister? Yes. Nice. Bad bitch. Nice. Cocoa Butter Kisses coming at you. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think it stank. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies.
these niggas think I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. Okie dokie, alkie, keep it low key like Thor, little bro, or he'll go blow the loudie. Saudi of sour Saudi, Wiley up off peyote, wildin' like that coyote. If I sip any, any, my belly just might be outie. Pull up inside a huggy, start skiing, hutch a duggy. I just opened up the pack in an hour, I'll ask my lucky. Tonight she just yelling, fuck me. Two weeks she'll be yelling, fuck me. Used to like orange cassette tapes with Timmy, Tommy, and Chucky. And Chucky, Jesus, pieces, Jesus, pieces, sing Jesus, love me. Provising inside my eyes so my grandma would fucking hug me. Oh, generation above me, I know you still remember me. My afro look just like that is. Y'all taught me how to go on. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stink. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think it's dang. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stink. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think it's dang. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter I will smoke a little something, but I don't inhale. Everywhere that I go, everywhere they be asked, how's it going? Said it go ends well. Go figure, Victor's light skin. Jesus got me feeling like Cole and Pell. All praise to the guy, God knows he's a pro. He's a pro like Cole and Tell. Check, check, make, check me, take me to the beverage like you know me well. I mean, normally you see Norma Jean with a ticket with Farmer Phil. But these kids these days, they get so high, burn trees, smoke chlorophyll. Till they can't feel shit, shit, face, face, this 15 heads on this L. Elevated train and the craziest thing got me feeling like Lauren Hill. Miseducated, my dick delegated, rap bill ballot me. They said I should've never made it, probably should've been dead or in jail. There be dead, enough of that jazz. Asshole absent up in that glass. Are we there yet? Yeah, ice cubes in a bone, red brain dead, take a tuck in the past. I think we all addicted. Yeah. I think we all addicted. Really though. I think we all addicted. Yeah. I think we all addicted. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stink. I got burn holes in my memories. My homies think it stink. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I think we all addicted. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stink. I got burn holes in my hoodies. All my homies think it stink. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. Hit a paddle with a paddle, pit of two seeds. To be in a jalapia in a goofy. Try hard not to be addicted to a groupie. I ended up on an apple cover in a Gucci. You see, I be still a god, but a goofy. Newbie, flowing up my drugs in a Uzi. That's the dual principle. Sometimes I'm gonna be about some hope. Sometimes I'm gonna wanna make a movie. And when it comes to rapping fast, I'm the Higgs boson. Yeah. And throw my style freakish, I can still break your body down to five pieces like I did Voltron. Yeah. Cause I'm addicted to the craft and I be off of OG. Know me, I'm the only one can only other go see. Never scared of mean spirits, methamphetamine lyrics. Cooling like I'm off a of codeine, low key. Don't be so Judgmental, even though I'm reminiscing if I don't know what I miss is. I'ma end up figuring out that it's home and my mother and my grandmother cocoa butter kisses. This is just a testament to the ones that raised me, the ones that I praise and I'm thanking. I need them with the chronic all up in my clothes and I wanna get a hug and I can't cause I'm stanking. Never too old for a spanking. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stank. I got burn holes in my memories. My homies think it stank. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I think we all addicted. 
Kisses, Chance the Rapper, fellow Illinois native. Illinois, no. Oh, S. look at that! I guess I'm guess I can't even pronounce Illinois right. Tells you what a naive California kid I am. Free Holiday Inn Express breakfast. Yeah, you know it. Having breakfast all the time over here. Huh? Oh no, I just um was um. So what's big in Illinois? They do brunches in Illinois? Yeah. Brunch is a thing. Definitely. Probably more of a thing than here. I feel like hot dogs are big there. Yeah, that's Chicago right. Chicago dog. Have you ever had that? I have, yeah. I went there um, and the deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. Was it you who said you went to Pequod's pizza? Probably. Yeah? I think, actually, I went to the one that starts with a G. Giordano's. Oh. Is that sound right? Um, <laughs> that not different? completely right. G- Giordano's, I think. Yeah. Something it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fire. It was pretty good. It's like, know. it's like a different, it's not, I wouldn't actually consider it pizza, in my opinion. Yeah, so Barack Obama's from Illinois, and he was in this interview, and the interviewer had asked him, hey, what's what's better, Chicago deep dish or New York pizza? He said, New York pizza, because mm. you could do it on the go, you know? That's true. And I feel like it's something you kind of, you know... You'd want a president to say, right? Like that I don't is ha- something you would want a president. I don't know. I think so. Oh. I mean, it's like, hey, I don't have enough time to sit around and eat this deep dish. I just have to have it, yeah, pizza and get back to work. Like a little slice of pizza and get back to work. I feel that honestly. I'm always on the run. That's why my car is so messy. It's clean on the outside. Kinda. Yeah. I guess there's no like bird shit or anything. That's a plus. There's somebody feeding birds outside of my place, and it's a big thing in the neighborhood. You know, there was somebody that was um, taking over. It was a caretaker taking care of somebody, and they were going and buying this bird seed and feeding all these pigeons on the corner of mm. Mission and Crescent College Avenue right there. And um, but what that ended up doing is it ended up bringing rats and all this other oh, stuff no. to the neighborhood. And I guess, I don't know, it's some deeper thing, but I still see bird seed. They, they, uh, this person was going to Glen Canyon market, which is in Glen Park and buying these seeds to go and feed the pigeons. And then they found out that she was doing that. So then they stopped selling her the bird seed. Mm. So now she's buying the bird seed from somewhere else. 
That makes sense. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of places you can get bird feed. Not gonna stop her. Gotta feed those pigeons. They just flock over there. If you park right on that corner, you're guaranteed to get bird. You're guaranteed to have pigeons, you know, all over you. Mm, that's fun. I saw a mouse in my house yesterday. So did your landlord, do they allow pets? They do. Damn. Okay. Because that's a, that's a great argument, I think. You know, it's like, I realize you don't, you're talking to your landlord, I realize you don't allow pets, but it came with a mouse. Can I keep mm. the mouse? <laughs> It's pretty cute. Did you? Yeah, you know. So that's that's the thing is that I I did one time, um, came across a mouse. What I thought was a mouse. It might have been a baby rat, a little baby rat. So it looked like a mouse. Hmm. But um, I'm just a you know I'm not a vegan or anything. But killing animals is just not my thing. Me either. And I don't know. This little that little mouse was so cute. I felt bad. Because, you know, that's an infest infestation thing. That's what the deal is. You know, you, you want to keep them around, but then there's you keep them around, and there's like a thousand of them. And you're yeah, like, oh, shit. I think they um, have babies really fast. Yeah, so, they are cute. I don't really like their tails though. Those kind of freak me out. They're like naked, but. So you found a mouse in your house then? I saw it scurry around in my um, cupboard. In the cupboard? In the wow. cupboard. Holy shit, that's kind of fucked up. Did you, did you put a little trap or something? No. The trap thing? Yeah, no, that's what's the problem with it. You know, then you, you put a trap in there and then you go and you look and then it's dead and you're like yeah, all sad about it. But I do have a cat. So I'm hoping there'll be a little action happening there. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Whatever happened in that? Did the did the cat ever get the mouse? I don't think so. Hmm. Well then maybe not Tom and Jerry. Or Tom and Jerry alternate ending. Do you think that your cat would eat the mouse? I don't know. She's kind of a princess. Like, she likes pate. So I feel like mouse would be kind of, like, not her thing. Yeah, she might be a pescatarian, though. Yeah. Well, no, she eats, like, beef pate. Oh, <laughs> beef pate. <laughs> well, yeah, as opposed to not beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd probably be into it. Maybe. But she's also, like, old and fat, and she kind of just sleeps all day. So... Yeah. Little mouse. Yeah, I could tell you the story when I caught this mouse. Did you kill it? Um, so I wanted to release it. And I knew if I got one of those traps that, mm -hmm. that like went down, it would kill it. So, you know, it, it always seemed like it, it would come in through the front door of my place. Hmm. It came in through the front door. And, and the reason why I know that is because, you know, it's, I guess it's not a secret anymore. You know, I 
blaze, you know, at my place, and I put this uh, blanket at the right at the edge of underneath where my door is. Yeah, that's cool. Just so that the smoke doesn't get out, or you know, whatever. So, out of respect for my neighbors and whatnot, and so I actually fucking one day took that blanket to go put it away, and there was a little mouse caught up in it and it fell down i was like oh what the fuck it was like i picked up this blanket and it it, it come in through the front that's how i know so it came in through the front um and then it went into my closet somewhere and i couldn't find it and then and then uh it seemed like it would come in through the front at the same time every day at 2 a.m and so i put a sticky trap which I thought I was like, okay, well, I'll get the sticky trap, then I'll just get it stuck, and then I'll go and release it. Well, no, that sticky trap is death. Yeah, those are extremely sticky. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, I felt yeah. I felt horrible. I, the whole point of it was to was to get it and not kill it, and then let it go. Did but you then, try like taking it out of the sticky trap, or what? It happened? was bad, bad. Okay, I don't want to know. Yeah. Like I kind of do, but I also don't. I tried to. But it, oh no! Did it? Did you pull like its body off of its feet? I would have if I kept on trying to mm. do it. It was pretty fucked up. <laughs> so. Poor baby. Anyways. R.I.P. To that mouse. R.I.P. You got a song in you, huh? I do. Yeah, I think so. It's an old gladiator guitar. Pretty cute. Let me I like, like the yellow. I really need to restring my guitar. It's um I've never done that. Really? Yeah. You could do that. Yeah, I need to do that. Pretty I mean I it's pretty therapeutic for me. Chain strings are there like a lot of YouTube videos on it? Oh I mean you could do it. I mean if it's an electric guitar, is it an acoustic guitar? Electric. Depending on what it is. I'll let, it, let you let it rip. Okay. So this is a song that I wrote a couple months ago. And it is called Thief. Now leave, leave. Now you're gone. 
That was fun. That's such a great song. Thanks. Sharing, yeah, that was that's a good one. It's really built up at the end too. Yeah. Thank you. The lyrics sound deep too. I can't really make out exactly what you're saying, but if I were to read it, and there was some sort of lyric thing for it, I'd be like, oh shit, well that's deep. I mean, I don't know how to write like not deep. The, ener- the energy doesn't seem feel depressing at all. Cool. I feel like oh, I like more. I mean, I guess it's more like angry. Angry. Yeah. Very hangry. <sighs> it's cool. Definitely an outer body experience. I think. Remember the first time I came into radio station and played a song. Well, Pam would come in. And interviewed me, and I was sitting right in that seat. And the first question she asked me is if I believed in Jesus. Did oh. I tell you this? Huh? I, yeah, she asked me if I believed in Jesus. That was the first thing she asked me when I got on the show. And I was just like, oh, shit, that's deep. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. I have a 100-year-old nun in the family. Mm. I saw her a couple weeks ago at Mission uh, San Jose. She became a nun at the age of 21 at 890 Hay Street, which at the, the time was a mother house. And she went to UCSF or USF. Oh, she that's, went there. That's where I go. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, she was 21. She became oh, yeah, a nun. It used to be all female. Like... What, USF? Yeah. Or right. no, 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 no. Like there was one on, a, on the hill, the hill. I the believe mountain. It. I believe it. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So in 1944, she became a nun. And she's 100 years old and still a nun. Wow. That's so, I mean, that's, that's what's interesting. And then my, my mom's side of the family was 
you know, her dad was Jewish. Mm. You know, which is a whole other thing. And so for me, I wasn't ever baptized and I never didn't have a bar mitzvah. Mm. So I guess I'm non-practicing, but do I believe in Jesus? Well, I, is so. it... I believe that Jesus existed person. I think even the Jews believe that. Yeah. Know? I feel like the question is, was he the son of God? Yeah, I don't know. That's a very that's a very uh interesting topic to talk about. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I mean we're still talking about him today. That's so true. There is something about it. I don't who knows. I mean, how do you think you die on a Friday and you know, Good Friday and then you rise from the dead on Sunday or what's going on here? I mean it seems like pretty to make that up, it seems pretty far out to make that up. Somebody pretty far out. Yeah, so I'm I'm seeing people on the opposite end too that are atheist. And it's like you know, even if um whether you believe in Christ or you're Buddhist or you believe in the big bang theory, I think you can kind of all agree that it's too good to be true that we could be sitting here right now and everyone here could be talking right now at this very moment. How do you explain that? That's like something you can't even explain, I think. No, like I literally monkey. I have this strange society. It was a really weird thing. This is fun. Yeah. I I there was a point in my life. I was twenty I was twenty years old and I was really deep in my my songwriting and my, my lyrics and and colors and infusing color and everything and to what I was doing and I had some I'll come across the conclusion that monkeys and primates some of them were able to see colors maybe that's how they were able to evolve they were able to see colors but um yeah red was the color of the apple right I don't know we're somehow, we're really drawn to red for some reason. Red is the color that we're drawn to, right? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm being told. But also, I remember, you know, riding along with my dad and my brother in a in a Toyota Tacoma, you know, at one point. I remember being a small child and my dad would be telling me, be like, hey, well, how do you know that the color that you see is red, that the other person, they're seeing a different color that they call? And I was like, man, I guess so. I don't know. Especially being a painter, too, and being able to, like, draw and and do all that kind of stuff and fuse colors. And I mean, that's such such a big thing, I think. I wonder if animals could see colors. Maybe they can. I mean, bats and stuff, they're, like, nocturnal, eternal, right? And they only see at night and some animals have more colors 
So in the eye, it's like cones and rods. Cones are what um, allow you to see color. And we have like four, I think. I four cones? Four cones, maybe. Or six, I don't remember. But I know some animals, I think like octopi, have a lot more than us. So they can see things that are like... Octopus? Octopi? I never knew that. No. I'm always going to learn. <laughs> octopi? Yeah. It's like cacti. Interesting. Do you, do you know that cacti is the plural of cactus? Yeah, I did know that. <clears throat> octopi, though. That's a new one. I mean, it sounds like a pie. Maybe it's just because we, we had a pie competition last night. Mm. And maybe I was just thinking of octopi. It's like, I'm pretty sure there's only four pies. Yeah, so I um, was thinking maybe we'd cool it down with some cool jazz to kind of let everyone kick off the uh, the holiday weekend here. Um, you much into jazz? Yeah, I love jazz. This guy named Gabe Brubeck. He was yeah, I've heard of him. What? He's he, in a group, right? He's in a band, or is in a was in a quartet called the. Dave Brubeck Quartet. But he's a Bay Area kid. And so I always like to try to play some Bay Area jazz. At one point. I usually do it at 420, but <laughs> I um we were just hot on the subjects. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, so you know, Mutiny Radio, thank you all for for tuning in and donating to Mutiny Radio. Um it's because of you that we're we're up and running, so we got some cool jazz for you. Happy holidays, everyone.
bad. She's my dream. That is Dave Brubeck. Little cool jazz for you. Sitting back in the box with Sarah. Played a little song earlier. That was fun. I think we're going to improvise and play a song for you right here in the box. Dooby-doo-doo. Oh yeah, that's what I like. That's I, I like that. That's my favorite. Ah, so you were tangled over there, huh? Tangled up? Yeah. All right. All good. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, we're going to go for it, huh? Was that? Are you going to sing, too? I, I I could sing with you, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Ready? Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Did something just cut out? Jack... Can you hear me? Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. Folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. A turkey and some mistletoe. How to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow find it hard to say goodnight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of little toys and goodies on his Hebrew sleigh. Every mother's child is gonna spy. spy. See if reindeers really, really know. know how to fly. Muni radio, muni radio, muni radio. So I'm offering a simple phrase. Simple phrase. Kids from one to ninety-two. Ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways. Merry Hanukkah to you. I know that Santa's on his way. Santa's coming. He's loaded lots of little toys and goodies on a Hebrew sleigh. So many toys. Every mother's child is gonna spy. See a reindeer really know how to fly. So I'm offering a simple phrase. Kids from 1 to 92. 92. Although it's been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas to you. Christmas to you. Happy holidays to everyone out there. A little improvising here in the box. 
I don't know how it sounded out there in the airwaves, but it it was definitely but organic. It's fun. It was fun. And that's what really matters in life. That was fun. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah, so you know what's funny about that particular song with uh, Nat King Cole does that rendition of this song and kids from 1 to 92. What's interesting about it is um, Dave Brubeck had passed a couple days before his um, 92nd birthday. And so... I had the same thing happen with my grandmother as well. So Dave Brubeck is a Sagittarius. So is Ozzy Osbourne. So is my grandmother. And so am I. Ooh. And so uh, <laughs> maybe a little too much. Yeah. So my, my grandmother had passed when she was 91. And so when her birthday came around and said from kids from one to 92, I was thinking, holy shit. My grandmother would have been 92, and I felt like in that point in time, she was present in that moment. Mm, damn. Kids from 1 to 92, I mean, like, did he just, did Nat King Cole, when he wrote that, or whoever wrote that, did they just come up with that that uh, age just because it rhymed? Probably not. Because you could, I don't know, I think it's just saying <laughs> you're still a kid, even when you're elderly. I think so too, yeah. So Dave Brubeck was born in 1922, uh, uh, December 6th, 1922. So he would have been 100 this year, but he'd passed in like 2010 or something. Damn, that was 100 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I got a 100 year old nun, um, aunt in the family. I mean, that's a trip to think about that. I feel like a hundred years seems like a longer time than a hundred years old for some reason. Like an a hundred year old person doesn't seem like they've been alive for a hundred years. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So Dave Brubeck raised by cattle ranchers in Concord, California, born December 6th, 1920, passed December 5th, the day before his 92nd birthday. So when this song came out from Kids from 1 to 92, mm. he was just fresh into the... Uh... That's cool. I don't know. That's fun. Whew. So fun. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, 92 <laughs> years old. I mean, that's pretty... That's an accomplishment. That is years older is that 72 no 70 years older than me no i'm only 71 years yes well your birthday's coming up in a couple months yeah yeah Pisces. i'm putting that together you are born the same year the day after oh, my brother yeah. that means yeah. that both of our moms are pregnant at the same time whoa that's crazy so that means that they fornicated too possible well actually i guess it depends if he was like born early or i think i was born uh i don't know i was born i was born on a december morning at 
4.04 a.m. Cool. I said it by birth to me. Yeah, somebody was trying to do a tarot reading or something for me. And they're like, oh, you know, when's your birthday and what, what time were you born? I forget what it was. Yeah, there was somebody that was picking me, you know, trying to trying to figure out you know, some mm-hmm. kind of zodiac people and whatnot. Yeah. I kind of love it. Like, I don't know shit about it, but like, I'll talk to my, a lot of my coworkers are super into um, that stuff. And we'll be like talking about a guy and then um, I'll be like, or they'll ask the sign. And for example, they'll be like, I'll be like, oh, he's a Sagittarius. And then and they're like, oh, that makes sense. I'm like, why? Tell me, let me, let me know. I need to know. And then it makes sense. It all makes sense. Yeah. Everything you- makes sense. I forget where it was when I read it. Um, so I was a kid and somewhere I read that Sagittarius and Aries or whatever, you know, it's the same thing with every sign, right? It's like, oh yeah, they were like the best of friends or whatever. Who knows? But I remember reading as a kid that an Aries and a Sagittarius are like a match. Mm. Are they both like the same sign or are they opposite? I believe it's fire and wind. Oh. Hmm. Right? I think so. I mean, does somebody out there know? Is what is Aries? Is Aries a wind? Anybody out there? I think it's fire. It seems like fire air. And, and I think it's fire. Well, is, what is Sagittarius? Sagittarius is fire. I think it's What's fire. What's the animal? It is a um, like man a and a, uh, or it's a human and a, and a, and a horse. And a horse. That's dope. Aries is ready for it. I, w- I definitely want to say it's a fire sign. Aries loves to be number one. So it's no surprise that these audacious rams are the first sign of Zodiac. Interesting. It doesn't say if it's a fire sign. I'm pretty sure it is. Though. I need to look it up on Wikipedia. Fire. Yeah, it's fire. I know that Pisces is a uh, water sign. Yes, it Cancer is. is a water sign. Mm-hmm. Sagittarius, I believe, is a fire sign, too. I think so. You just, you, you wonder, you know? I wonder, I, I do, I do believe that some of this stuff is aligns. Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, Chinese, the Chinese New Year and how they do that. So every 12 years, it's something new. Yeah. So that was the year of the tiger. Mm. And the year of the snake. The year of the snake. The yeah. year of the snake. It was 2001. Snake. The year of the snake. Slither. What, what sound do snakes make? Or they make don't they don't they make a whistling noise? The rattle, rattlesnake. It's fun, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where that that falls into play. In the play. Well, well the snake, the year of the snake, and so it's just a twelve-year increment, 
where it goes 12 years and then 12 years. So, you know, I have a little brother that's 12 years younger than me. So he's a tiger too. Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I knew someone that was 20 years older than me. Chinese years. Yeah, you know, as I usually bring those tarot cards with me, this seems like a really fitting time to do a tarot reading right in Black Friday. You know how to do it? Um, I I, I used to, but it was a different deck. I mm-hmm. had this different deck. How about you? Have you done it? I've never done it. Well, someone's tried reading me, but they had no idea what they were doing. So. Yeah, so... So anyone born so Taylor Swift is <coughs> is um 1989 and that is the year of the snake. Oh. So um does that make sense? Am I the year of the snake? Yes, you are. Okay. Yeah, so 89, 2001, 2013 and 2025. So the people that haven't even been born yet. Wow. Yeah, 2005. So 2005? I'm, mm-hmm. So this is the year of the uh, the tiger. Wait, 2005 is the year of the... It's, no, 2000, uh, 2025. Oh, okay. So like... two years from almost now. I mean, it's almost 2023. Oh, yeah. What a trip. Well, this year is my year. So my year, my drag, or the tiger is 86, 98, 2010, and 2022. So every... All the, you know, kids that are born this year will be a tiger as well. Interesting. Where did they come up with this shit? I was uh, born December, and so, you know, back in the East Bay, that the cutoff line for the one, you know, you're going to school, if you're going to go in the grade ahead or this grade or Mm -hmm. the grade before, was December 2nd. So my birthday is December 3rd. So if I was born the day before... I would have been young. I would have been in the other class. I would have been the youngest, youngest person in the class. And instead, I was the oldest person in the class. Mm. And so it was the tiger. And then everyone that was born, you know, in the following year was a rabbit. Hmm. It was so Cute. cool. I mean, growing up, it was so fun being able to. I was the first one to get my license yeah. and stuff. But then everyone wants you to drive them around. But I guess it's like so exciting that it's like fun. Until it gets old. Ah, getting your license. What a freeing moment. That is a freeing moment for sure. I had um went uh I'd got my license on my sixteenth birthday. Couldn't believe it. I uh I was one of those lucky lucky ones, I guess, that got to get the you know, tests scheduled on my actual birthday. Mm-hmm. I think I did too. Yeah, that's pretty rare, I think. That's really cool. So I wanted you to listen to this song. I actually seen this artist come through, a friend of mine in the East Bay. They have this really fun backyard. And I got acquainted. I got to meet this person um, and see them perform. And they do have a record that just came out. Um, but I wanted to play this song that I've had stuck in my head ever since the first time that I listened to it. And 
I just, I can't get it out of my head. I just, um, what's the band called? So it's a solo artist. It's dream folk. I guess you're going by dream folk. Hmm. And, um, this song is called Gasworks. And I, I just can't, I couldn't get it out of my head. I want to share this with you. I want to know what you think. I actually got this on vinyl. So when I'd met him, he'd have this record that just came out and had it on vinyl. And so I went and played it back on the vinyl. I was like, holy shit, this feels like rock and roll. There it is. Jack Title. Tittle. Standing beside us, you have to let her go. When the world sleeps, you'll drink with your pencil. Let everybody know that this love makes you too sober. That is Jake Tittle. Little dream folk coming at you through the Mutiny Radio 
airwaves, sitting back in the box here with Sarah, having some um, snacks, some nuts, some nuts and some fruits, and just yeah. I need to I need to figure out how to do tarot readings. You do like a whole show on that, you know. I usually play it back at Tiki Desk concert, but we've we've gone way over five o'clock, which is good. Mm, that one is just so sad. No, so <laughs> uh, so basically, what is an, it all has evolved, you know, this show. And when um, two thousand twenty, all these bands are coming through, noise pop coming on tour, and then it all canceled. I mean, all the tours got canceled, so. And I had a lot of these bands and these artists calling in. And that's how the Tiki Desk thing started. So this band had called in. They came up with this new record. And we're playing back their tracks on the show. And at one point, you know, I was joking around. Just like we were kind of joking around this whole show. And I was like, hey, well, if you guys want to come over and play a set on my rooftop, we could live stream it. And that's how the whole thing had started. And I was just joking around, but then they came over and they did a set. Uh, and at one point they said, this is Tiki Desk Concerts. That's how it all started. Mm. So this next uh, Tiki Desk that we're going to be doing, we have a couple of bands, have a lot of big shows. Some um, The Lamps are going to be, they came on the show a couple of weeks ago. They're going to be headlining. Mm. I'm going to have some of the acts from... Country Risque, who is going to be doing a show on at Bottom of the Hill on the 1st, which is a Thursday. So I'm going to be there. And then, um, yeah. And then I'm going to have some comedians too. So Josh Kosky. I don't know if you've seen John, Josh Kosky around here. He hosts a lot of uh, comedy open mics, but he's also Jewish too. So I thought that it kind of worked for the whole holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're all comedy. Most of the comedy, I mean, so it's kind of similar to like, kind of run in similar circles, like Simple Pleasures, Open Mic, and Bizarre Cafe Open Mic. They're both mixed mics. What do you mean? Where oh, people could go and tell yeah, a joke. You can you can pretty much do anything. Yeah, so I mean, you could you could do that at Simple Pleasures and Bizarre Cafe, but a lot of times it becomes a guitar fest mm-hmm. where everyone's playing guitar and maybe there's one comedian or something. And so it's an interesting mix. And I feel like kind of similarly with these comedy open mics, it's just a comedy fest. And there's just all these comedians. But if you're going to do... If you're going to have a, somebody, a musical act, like this last Shreds Giving I went to at the Knockout, that was on a Wednesday night. Um, a couple bands had played, and they had a comedian that mm. performed and did like a good 10-minute set, two good 10-minute sets. And that was such a great flow. I love that. I really think there's got to be more of that... Um, had this uh, band called Flare Up on the show last month, and they're on tour in the UK. And and um, they're talking about 
how, you know, when they do shows in London, that they have people that are in between the bands that come up and and dilly dally around for ten minutes while the band gets set up. And I I really like that idea. And I just feel like you could have too much of anything. So to be able to kind of take some comedy and some music and entertainment and blend it up in a milkshake and Yeah. I agree. I could actually go for a milkshake right now. I wonder mm. if we can make this into a milkshake while we're drinking or what we're eating. I think that would be more like a smoothie. <laughs> a smoothie is a healthy milkshake. I guess so. Hmm. I feel like most of the time smoothies don't have milk in them though. They're like juice based. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like Jamba Juice. Mm. Oh my God. I've been wanting a uh, smoothie actually. But smoothies make me cough a lot. What happened to you? Like freezes my throat. You know what? Usually it's my brain that freezes. Yeah, that too. What was I? I did have a brain freeze. It wasn't too long ago. You know how to cure it? How? Do, what's the cure? You put your thumb on the roof of your mouth. Is that what the cure is? Yeah. I had no idea. It has to be warm, though. It has to be a warm thumb. Hopefully clean. Hopefully. But you never know. <laughs> the fuck, man? Yeah, I know. I had everything on silent, but... It, the ghost getting in your It is phone. the ghost. The problem with having all these phones. Too many. How many do you have again? I just have three. Oh. That's normal. It's needed. Mm. I have a personal phone. I have a radio station phone. I have a work phone. Mm. So I got to know why somebody's calling me. But what if you just have a, like, their number? Yeah. Because <laughs> that works. Or do you, do you, like, answer the phone differently? Depending on who your, um, which phone it is? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. This phone, I'm JW. This phone, I'm um, the candy man. And in that phone, I am whoever I want to be at any given time. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to play um, unless you, unless you had another local artist that you're thinking of we should play because this this Jake uh, Tittle guy yeah. for some reason there's it's very yeah it's definitely dream folky or folk dreamy dream what? folk dream folk yeah it's very dreamy blood offering. This must be the latest record. I think we'll play, let's play some tracks off of this record. And then we'll just kind of, you know, getting geared up for the open mic comedy show here pretty soon. Gosh, quicker than I even thought. This time has really flown by. So we're going to wind it down um, with some, some Jake. Thank you. 
thank you for coming on the show and thank you all for tuning in thanks for having me yeah this is fun dope dope spot happy holidays everyone out there we are winding it down with little jake tittle he did a uh, tiki desk concert uh last year and just came out with this new record we're just gonna we're just gonna sail this right into the open mic and um happy holidays sunk lightning that is my Candyman theme stories about eczema, also known as atopic dermatitis, you have to hear for yourself. The itching was constant throughout the day. It was like hot needles going into your skin. SoundCloud is sold out. Looks like you can buy this thing on vinyl, 22 bucks. What a deal. What a deal. Looks like I gotta buy the whole album. I will buy it. This thing is gonna give me a teaser. Wow. I guess we're just gonna have to go, we're just gonna have to play something. Alrighty. We will catch you next week and get ready for some uh, funny people coming up here. It's all for you. You don't want to know me when you ask me who I am. I make elaborate stories to convince the common man. I tried to be honest, but they didn't understand. Are you looking through a camera when you try and find my face? I'll be sorting through the I wanna look a certain way And if it doesn't feel honest Well at least we're entertained For now What a
Eventbrite has gone all in building everything you need to take your events further and thrive. Sell even more with Eventbrite Boost. Reach larger audiences and succeed like the creators who sell 16% more tickets on the only marketing platform designed specifically for events. Launch automated app. You can have my seat.
I can take you to church Or we could drink with sinners Jesus might bring us wine now Either way Or we could claim to know what's true the same way that our parents used to It's the same view from different pews either way You know I never thought you'd stay and We could lose all our love Holding on to what it was Tell me if I'm enough now Either way Or you can be untrue You could do things that I would never do And I blame me and not you Either way You know I never Thought You'd I'd never Yeah. 
Okay. Me, that was crazy.